0: Fire in with a magazine 10 rounds of smoke. Just make ready. Make you inspiring when your target appears. Stand by contact. On the big end. Make ready on the right. Ready. Ready on the left. Ready. All ready on the firing line. On the little end. Toss. Get those targets high in the sky. Get those targets high in the sky. Shots down range. Happy New Year to our frontside nation. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Jordan.
1: As, Happy New Year to you, too.
0: Yes. And and I have to apologize. Coming straight oh. off of this, I was not here. I was not available for the last episode. Mm. So I apologize for all of those who had to hear Jordan unchecked
1: <laughs>
2: Got for 40 it. minutes. Got it. I'm sorry about that. You know I what? love that. I know unchecked.
1: The, we, we have a very good fan base. Um, they love you very much. So I think they'll forgive you. Oh god. I appreciate your true support oh, and your love. Oh
0: my gosh. As you heard right across from me at a at a very safe distance is <laughs> Mr. Jordan very long sword, mm-hmm.
2: Uh long sword. Largish yeah. spot. Huh? I think every day it gets bigger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I bet it does. Not as d- the, not as the Jeff the Jeff Jenkins sword. Oh my gosh! Right? No, that thing's like twelve feet. Yeah. He he outdid the prop. I have to get, get like that. a storage
1: room for the gifts that Jeff Jenkins
2: gives Dude, me. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, do you get like secret flowers all of a sudden that yes. just say anonymous? Yes. You know they're from Jeff. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we mm-hmm. love you, Jeff.
0: Thanks, we Jeff. also have Mr. Producer. Hey, hey.
2: Shake Jake Cole. Jake Hall.
0: <laughs> and to, to my left, we have the,
2: the the famed Dr. Ron B. Smith Jr. Oh, how funny. Mm. Yeah, I'm famous with Benjamin and Raina. Yes, but that's, that's it's it. It's all that's, about the Benjamin. That's the world right now. Oh, right? my gosh. Right. You guys can't see this. one day we're going to be, uh, believe it or not, we're actually praying through... Trying to plot and plan how to go um, video. Mm-hmm. Is that the best way to say that, Jacob? Yeah, yeah. do a video podcast. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. A video podcast. We're praying through that. So right now, there's actually even though Rodney and Jordan actually act like they're fighting right now. I mean, it looks like a candlelight dinner. They they have a <laughs> candle in between the two of them, and I they're, keep like looking at him, and I like, yeah. see this like weird like look, like he's yeah. like into yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Right. We have actually plotted on this where Jacob and I sit across from each other, right? Yeah. He's a producer, so to give me cues or whatever. But we're actually trying to plot how to not have Rodney and Jordan across from each other. Mm-hmm. Like, so anyway, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> we love this. Well, good night. It's a new year. Yeah. Dude, we Already. we've been doing this
1: for a year. Oh my gosh! This is this is actually okay. A year. I knew that. Well, but, wait. I should say you guys have been doing it for a year. But still, I knew that. It's a Very good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. We I can tell that you haven't.
2: <laughs> Candle <laughs> number two lit. Oh. <laughs> no, but you're. right. I mean, I knew that, but not until I actually heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is like the fifty second episode. That's a
1: year's worth. Yeah. Oh And my the gosh. real ones, the real ones have been here the whole time. The real ones. The real ones.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Wow. Well, here we are, 2024. And we want to talk about this, yeah. how you can start or starting a successful year. Now, be fair, there's going to be a little bit of twist in the plot, a little mm. play on words, Okay. but nonetheless, they're going to set you up. But I'd say this. All right. So here's what we want to do uh, for the next 90 days. I would like to start an informal campaign movement. I don't know, Rodney. What? A, what? A, you know? What would you call it? Just among the front site guys. Uh, I want to start for that for ninety days, and it's kind of cool how the dates fall. So it's from January second to April second. We're going to do the same thing for our Encourage Radio families. Theirs is going to be January fourth to April fourth. Mm. We want to spend ninety intentional days on becoming better. Wow. So there's one word that I really, really want to help dominate. Um, your thinking and it's better. Now, to be fair, that's so unformulated in our hearts and our minds right now. What that means, Yeah. Uh, you know, like in terms of challenges. I know with the Bible study, Rodney and Dave Fullwood and Tim Proctor. Those are your, those are your two other leaders, right? And Brian Lindvig. Also. Brian, oh yeah, Brian Lindvig. Uh, so we these men are sort of putting together. Um, well, Rodney, you can explain it. You go ahead and share. What are you doing in the Bible study among the men? How are you dividing them up?
0: Yeah, so we're taking that that battalion company oh yeah uh series platoon squad level and so we have small groups for accountability and then you know we kind of all support the bigger effort. So we have Bible study and then we make sure that we're taking steps forward. Like we're trying to break out of consumer mm. Consumer Christian consumerism. So there's no point in going to church, sitting there on Sunday and going, Wow, this sounds awesome anyway, right? And then just saying, Well, I'm gonna take a step forward as a man to be more biblical so I'm just going to do it again on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now I only have, you know, five days to me. So wow. we're, we're, trying, we're trying to break this up so that the process of accountability and taking steps forward is live and in color all, all throughout the
2: – I love that because, you know, um, uh, episode one, speaking of uh, doing a year's a podcast, episode one, that was our stated intention. We don't want to just be um, information. Like right you, we want you guys out there not just consuming but we want you contributing like we said it in 1 Timothy chapter 4 we want you teaching other men we want you being a good soldier of Christ so this is actually sticking with the mission of front sight training other men to go out and take god's material that we're trying our best to formulate put into your um, heads and hands and you go out there and live it I, I, exactly right an army's no good in the cafeteria mm. right we got to get on the battlefield and so we're being very very intentional about that. I love that.
0: But but to your point though, before you get on the battlefield, oh, yeah. it's like this is almost like a safety stand down. Mm. Yeah. You, this is this is
2: 48 like or 96 hours to get your head right before you go do it. Oh, oh I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. There's so much so there's so much intentional strategy behind every bit of that. And man, I'm loving that. Of course, there's you guys are, are sending us such great ideas and we and little things, like we want more merchandise for you so we can be identified, if you will, in the crowd and kind of come together, guys like that. We're actually trying to figure that out. Like, what does that mean? But beyond just merch, I love it that what we're locally doing is we're, we're grouping men together, which is actually going to be mentioned here at the very end of this um, episode. We're grouping men together like a band of brothers to do something with this material in your own head. With your own hands, in your own family, in your own job, in your own walk, and we want to be better. So don't forget that. We're going to spend 90 days to be better. Here's the deal. All right, here's the deal. For most of you, for some of you, we've been together for a year. Now, I look back over all the content. Not, I, not What I'm about to say is not like, wow, Ron, you did a good job. That's not what I mean. Here's what I mean. We covered some amazing topics yeah like there's a a good baseline one year baseline of topics that you can go back to i think any season in life on head on your emotions on family on marriage on kids just we we tried to cover all the basic if you will topics that men deal with but let's do better Mm -hmm. i mean let's do better yes well, I mean I get it there's going up a notch take it up a notch. there's gonna need you're gonna need times when you come to one of us or somebody and say my marriage is hurting. I slipped backwards in my thinking. Um, I thought I gave up this substance but I'm back on it now like there there were there obviously were those moments where where you could have said like doggone it, I messed up right okay, I get that. but here's what we're saying. No more excuses. Yeah. We got to do better. Yeah. So with each year, with each episode, um, we have to be able to measure our growth and say we're growing as men. Yeah. We're growing in our biblical manhood. We're growing in our marriage. Like, I I, listen, I listened to this preacher the other day, and I love what he said. This is not even in the episode. Can I say this? Mm. Um, He said this. He goes, your wife needs to be better off because she married you. Mm. Yes. Man, did you see that too, or hear that? I or? think I did. Yeah, it's all oh, over Instagram. Yeah, you know, it's c- good. You know, and and that is, I thought, wow, is that is that true? You know, like, can we say that? Yes, um, but you I know? mean, that's like that should be true of both parties. Like the the guy should be better
1: off with the girl, and the girl should be better off with the guy. Yes, hmm. absolutely. And like, guys
2: are supposed to be the ones that are leading that, though. Exactly. So for me, I listen to keywords like that all the time. I listen to keywords. Um, and, and now the key word is better. And so when I heard that, when I heard your wife needs to be better off yeah. um, in the marriage, I thought, Come on, God, I know you're affirming this. So, well, let's jump into that one more one more time. Ninety days of better, and we're going to be very intentional. So all the episodes are going to be aimed at that object um, to be better. So how do you how do you start a successful year? Mm. All right. Well, you got to change the way you think. We're coming back to that start thinking about this if you want a better year then you're gonna need a resolute mind not just hopeful resolutions mm. hopeful resolutions are things you write down and say honey I want to lose 10 pounds I want to be able a bench press blah blah I want to close more deals I want to spend more time with my son you know what I mean like we say things like that I get but that's that's a hopeful resolution yeah you need a resolute mind. Uh, this is sort of an old English statement. You've got to set your face to the grindstone, if you know what I mean. Set the face to the grindstone. So let me give right off the bat. Let me give you better tip number one. Here we are, mm. um, second day of the year. Wow, second day of the new year. Let me give you better tip number one. You have to start thinking significance over success. Yes. Okay. Oh. What
1: Gosh, does that you can, mean?
2: Okay. Um, I, I we we we're, we're you know controlled, I guess, uh, molded to think success.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's um, the culture of America.
2: Yeah, like, you know, have more, do more, achieve more, close more deals, have more money. Yeah. Um, even in ministry, have a bigger church, have a bigger staff, oh, have, so a, have a bigger reach, have more followers. Right. Um, you know, we're, we're controlled in our thinking that uh, what certain measurements of quote-unquote success are. Mm. Now, we can lose ourselves in that search, but you actually find yourself in that search if you focus on significance. Yeah. Okay. God's purpose, God's plan, God's pro- promises for your life versus success. All right. I can have a the best year of my life, but maybe have made the least amount of money I've ever made. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could have struggles in my marriage and with my kids, but when I look back, that struggle actually was probably the most time we ever spent together. Wow. That was something
1: that grew your relationship or Yeah. It's it's the significance. Yeah. And even though it's something that can be looked on as like, oh, That's, your family really struggled with that. Come on. Oof. But really at the other side, come on. there's so much significance of of how you grew and how you how you bonded together. Exactly. On the other side
2: of it. I mean, no matter no matter who you are, the military, military mindset, whatever, I, you know for most guys, you kind of think I push through the pain, like, suck it up, move on. Well, it might just be in that painful moment that God is actually trying to instill purpose, plan, promise, yes, and you 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 look at that pain and you think, well, this isn't successful. Mm. So you actually miss what God is doing, and what God is doing is trying to develop significance in your life over success. Mm. Here's what somebody said, and I love it. There is no loss when purpose is boss. Wow. Whoa. Right? Say that a thousand times. There is no loss when purpose is boss. Wait, oh, yeah. There is no, oh, oh. yeah. no loss. <laughs> now, to, back to Dan O'Keish, If you're still trying to count to 3000000000000 trillion, you're going to... I'm at like 3000 right now. Oh, man. Not getting too you, far. You're not make <laughs> there is no loss when purpose is boss. So, Rodney, you, you and I can identify with a lot of these uh, because... The other two guys at the table, I mean, they're still in their 20s, which is fine, but let's walk through this. Um, better living is always connected to better thinking. So here's what I mean. Let me break it down by your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, okay? In your 20s, here's what happens. You're you're just, to use a common phrase, you're just vibing. That's mm-hmm. me. Yep, see? <laughs> I'm not even in my 20s. You're not. Well, you're almost there. I'm almost there. I'm vibing, though. What are you, like seven months away from it? Yeah. Wait.
1: <laughs> Yes. See, wow, so that was vibing. good math. Yeah. You he's, did that quick. Yes, <laughs> he's just vibing. I am vibing.
0: Significance over success,
1: Jordan. <laughs> Candle <laughs> number three just lit. Oh, no. Rodney,
2: your eyes are so sincere. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Jordan, see the significance in this relationship. Yes. <laughs> right? I can't. I can't help but you see can. that. I can't. But in, the, in your twenties, you're just vibing. Think about it. It's like your first, maybe successful, really successful job. You're just now starting to think about like you're you you're you're thinking about career. You're just living. You're like, man, this is awesome. I'm I'm sort of out of the house and life just woohoo. In your thirties, you, you have begin more to control
0: wa- over your. Or you feel you have more control over your own destiny.
2: You yeah. Know, you, Feel a little bit liberated. Mm. Those are good words. In your thirties, you you start to watch. So you live. You kind of vibe in the twenties, but then all of a sudden, in your thirties. You just no matter what stage uh, it finds you, um, whether you're newly married, whether you already have married, have a family, uh, whether you're you know single, whether whatever it is. You, you now you begin like wait wait wait. I need to pay attention to a little bit more yeah. of this. Life's slipping away from me fast. Tw- the twenties were a party, and I get it. That's awesome, but I might need to grow up. You know, in your forties, you begin the process of understanding. I can honestly say that when I hit my 40s, I felt I finally felt like I understood mm. what it mean to be a pastor. Wow. wow. Not that I arrived, I was just like, "Wait, all of this means this?" Oh man. Maybe I'm a slow learner, I don't know, but honestly in my 40s, I kind of felt like Ronnie, did you feel that way like in career? 100%. Yeah.
0: Uh, every decade, you know, you feel like you're brilliant in the moment, like you <laughs> That's like, how I feel right now, yeah. I have a <laughs>
2: Okay, Jordan, I love you, but let Rodney finish the thought. Go ahead. No, I'm good. You're good because look, he's laughing so hard right now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All Right.
0: Unlike Jordan. (laughs) Anyway, each decade you kind of you you achieve or you you acquire uh, knowledge and wisdom and and some experience. You know, some small amount of experience, and you 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 you're like, wow, I'm I'm taking wins. I've got it figured out. And then you. This is when you're, you're 30, in your 30s and 40, You realize I was a complete idiot. Yeah. In my 30s. Yeah. And I thought that that would stop when I hit my 40s. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I look back now that I'm over
2: 50, and you know, hang I'm, hang on to that thought, would you? I mean, that what you said, you thought it would stop. I, hang on, I'm a, I'm, I'm going to come back to that. I want you to to mention that. I'm the same way. I read a book by Chuck Swindoll, and he he said in his 40s, he wrote in his 40s, he said, I wanted to write the churches that I pastored in my 20s and apologize. (laughs) You know, He said it like, I thought I was making good decisions, but they must have been looking at me like, oh, this young guy's an idiot. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is so accurate. Well, that's your 40s. Your 50s, I think you begin the process of realizing. Hmm, You're realizing that, that life is made of, as Bob Buford said, life is made of a first half and a second half. And that most games, all games, are won in the second half of life. And so, in your fifties, you you begin to realize, okay, let's do something with what I know. I only have one more half, if you will, of my life to do something with it towards mm. others. In your sixties, which no one in this room is here just yet, but I can understand it. The, the The principle is you you now start the process of mentoring and guiding, where the Bible talks about passing on to others. Yeah. All right. So keep those keep those in your mind. Okay, better living is connected to better thinking, how we grow through the ages. But now watch, watch this. I love this. So this information comes from Dr. Carolyn Leaf on on, on many of her books on the thinking process. This, you're not, these are not her words verbatim. These are words that I attached to her words to, so I could understand it. Here's one of the ways she says it. Along the way, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, Along the way, the left brain begins to talk louder. Mm. Now, the left brain's critical. The the left brain tells you and I it, it plays a role. Mm-hmm. Like the left brain says, Don't touch. It's a hot stove. Yeah. The left brain is powerful and it's it's a logical side of you that causes you to think before you act. More self control. More self control. Right. Remember, in the twenties and thirties, like Rodney said, you felt a lot liberated. So you were just like maverick. You were just going in and just making decisions with very little thought, which most of them probably worked out. But along the way, the left brain begins to talk, and here's what the left brain says: "That's impossible. They will laugh at you. Don't be foolish." So the left brain begins to speak logic. Interesting. Yeah, into your situation, and it says like, "You can't do this. You you can't accomplish this." Like. That's impossible. Now, listen, again, the left brain plays a role, but here's the problem. When the left brain begins to dominate, Mm. we live by logic. Quote, unquote, the Bible calls that sight. We begin to live by pros and cons and not promises and purpose. Mm. Wow. So if we're trying to teach you to live a life of significance, if we say think significance, not success— you're going to have to learn how to balance the voices of the left brain and the right brain. Yeah. Where the where the yeah. right brain says just jump, go for it, forget about it and the left brain says stop, you got to learn to bring balance. Cuz the left brain's not bad. It's not
1: bad. It's only when you let it overtake. Like it's so it's so much easier to let it overtake yeah. your your significance. Like you're you're saying like if it if it's if it's going to Go and it's going to just smother everything. Every, every decision is yes. going to be smothered by overthinking, and every decision is going to be smothered by is this the right decision? You right. know, then you're going to be missing a lot of the significance that comes on the other side.
2: It used to be, and I don't know if Roddy, if you agree with this and have thoughts toward this, it used to be that I, you, and I would see. I think more guys in their 40s and 50s, you call it a midlife crisis, that would begin to listen more to the left brain. Okay, because now they don't see themselves as successful, and they they, they just kind of well, what did my life mean? So they go and buy a Corvette because they feel they're not valuable. <laughs> I mean that that yeah. you know, but now we're seeing, and I think Jordan, it was you and either you and John and Jacob, all three y'all on a Friday night, we're talking about how among the twenties. There's this. The expectations are set so low. Mm-hmm. Was that you guys talking about that? How among y'all's generation, y'all don't have a. Your age just doesn't have high high expectations. Where Rodney sure. and I, we felt at least I did. I felt like I could I could tackle the world when I was twenty one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, who's holding me back? Mm-hmm. You know, I was sort of maverick. Nobody was holding me back. It's
1: almost like less self esteem for a lot mm. of younger people. Yeah, rather than could because maybe expectations have gotten lower. Self-esteem
2: has gotten way lower. When expectations are lower and self-esteem is lower, mm. you don't see a successful life ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. because of that, you don't think you're significant.
0: Wow. I also think it plays in like what plays into your left brain thinking is where is what is the source of your logic? Yeah. Mm. Because a lot of people. Can be left-brained about their approach on something and be completely off base. Wow. Come on, if if you're not, if your standard is not biblical, if your standard is uh, impunitive or like you know subjective morality or whatever your 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 basis of life is, your that's that's going to be your framework. Absolutely. So th- th- this is why you have people who are absolutely comfortable with not only underachieving, achieving absolutely nothing, Ooh. but they but they feel that they're virtuous in their insignificance and mm-hmm. they're wanting less and being less and
2: you know, being of no value to their peers in yeah. society. Ooh, wow. Come on, Rodney. That's wow. a sermon. That's wow. awesome. That is awesome. All right. Well, listen to this verse yeah. and see if it, well, it should prompt you to be better. All right, so remember, we're talking about choose significance over success. We're, we're learning to balance the left brain, right brain, how to start, all right, the new year, how to start thinking the right way. Listen to 2 Chronicles 16 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth mm. to give strong support to those whose heart is blameless toward him. Wow. God is looking for a person. Who does not necessarily want to be successful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God is looking for the heart that says, "God, I want to do something for you and with you." Yeah. Wow, yeah. I want to be obedient. I want to be obedient. Versus, I want to be faithful. Yeah, Verses. achieving or acquiring. Come on, you're on it today, Rodney. What'd you eat for breakfast, <laughs> man? You're on that, but that is that's what I'm saying. So that verse tells you and I that God's eyes are running throughout the whole earth, looking for people who want to be significant. You want to start thinking a, a successful way and and start the year off. Know that God is looking for a heart that says, "God, I want to be significant. Yeah. I want to choose Your will. I want to choose Your purpose, Your plan, Your promise. Help me um, to do so." And it's a heart that's not necessarily ready,
1: but is willing to be changed. Come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. What would you eat for breakfast? <laughs> Eggs. Okay. What hell? <laughs>
2: Jordan just found his left brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you guys. That's awesome. Listen to James Hudson Taylor. I love him, yeah, and I love his. Awesome. I love this quote. Listen, Rodney loves it. He's He saw the material, and he's like, man, I love that. Listen, all God's giants have been weak men who did great things for God mm. because they reckoned on God being with them. Wow. Good news. If you woke up in 2024 and you don't feel like this is going to be your best year, you might just be where God wants you to be. Wow. Because you're looking at it from success. God wants you to look at it from significance, and he might just be getting you to that spot where you're absolutely weak as a man, and in culture being weak as a man, worldly culture doesn't add up to success. We're asking you to get weak before God, but believe that God wants to step into your life because you're choosing him over success. Mm -hmm. Wow. You're choosing to be significant over successful. Come on. Man, that's a happy new year right there, right? And don't go sing "Old Lang Syne. That's the most depressing song on the planet. Wait. You just <laughs> what probably, is that? It's what everybody sings on New Year's Eve when the ball is dropping or whatever. It's like to old days who've been forgotten. You're like, oh, man, like, oh. why do we even sing that song? It's horribly depressing. That sounds terrible. Yeah, sing something new. We need to write a new song, right? Have Waterstone... Um, worship, write a song about how to live for significance instead of old Lang Syne. Mm. <laughs> anyway, move on from that. Here's my point. You have to be purposed from the start. Yeah. If you want to start thinking success, I mean, significance over success, you must be purposed mm. from the start. Meaning, God, this year I give 100% to you. Your eyes are looking for me. Your eyes are looking for my heart. And I want you to find me, so I want to live out your will. Carl Sandburg said this: When a society or a civilization perishes, one condition can always be found—they forget where they came from. Oh, for sure. Mm. Oh my gosh. Come on, man. Rodney just amen that in so many words, and I and I love that. Okay, what do I mean by that? All right, you're saying, well, Pastor Ron, you don't you don't know where I came from. You, you don't know the mistakes I've made. You don't know the addictions, you don't know the struggles in my marriage like I get that like 2024 you 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 you're praying like right now front site guys are praying for this to be a better year. Pastor on, you don't know. Mm. You don't know you don't know where I come from. Like I want a better marriage, I want a better me, but you have no idea. Like where I struggle. You don't and, know how many times I've tried. You don't know how many times I've tried. Are yeah. here. Here's one that I hear, believe it or not. I'm not sure God can use me. Mm. I hear that. Mhm. And that, that's a legitimate thought from the enemy, yeah. but mm-hmm. he's, he's going to plant that thought in your head. Can I just give you Acts 17? Man, can you tell I want us to start the year off on the Word of God? Let's do it. Listen to Acts 17, verses 26 through 27. And he, God, made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth. Listen to this next spot. Having determined allotted periods... And the boundaries of their dwelling place, that they should seek God mm-hmm. and perhaps feel their way toward him. Oh my gosh, I wish I had time to expand on that.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a sermon right there. That
2: that one line and, and perhaps feel that that word is sometimes it's almost the, the connotation there's is, is there groping in the dark. Yeah. Mm. Oh gosh, that's a, that'll preach. Yep. And perhaps feel their way toward him and find him him. Oh, but listen to the last part as we start this year. Yet, he is actually not far from each one of us. Wow. You say, what what, what does that that mean, Pastor Ron? I'm driving down the road right now. I'm getting ready to meet with a subcontractor, and he hasn't paid me in all of 2023, and I need money. Like, Mm -hmm. what does that mean with me? I get it. You say, well, I'm not sure God can use me. You don't know where I'm... God knows exactly where you're from. You may not have been born into the best family. Your marriage may not be what it what it needs to be right now. You may not have, have had a good mom or a good dad. Y- your job, like things may have not turned out successfully the way the world measures success. And by that, you're looking at others and saying, they have a better marriage. They have a better job. They have a better um, uh, upbringing. I did not. God knew that. The Bible says he determined all the allotted periods and the boundaries of your life. God did. Mm-hmm. All that, you would seek him, and you would find him, and you would feel your way towards him because he's not that far from you. Wow. I can't think of better words to start a new year than for you to recite those verses, Acts 17, 26 through 27. In other words, God chose when, where, and to whom you and I would be born for his eternal reasons. That's why confidence is such a straw man. Yes, he,
0: it's not confidence in yourself; it's confidence in God.
2: Come on, preach that. So if
0: you've if you if you're coming to the show and you've got and you exert or exude even a lot of confidence in yourself, if you are a seasoned Christian, you know how that's going to end up. Yeah, it's not. This is why the weak men thing is so important to understand. You take a. This is why, if you look at history, at the people who had a lot of pride and self-confidence in their own abilities. I think like we're, we're front side. So I think of yeah. uh, like Batan Death March. I think of General oh. MacArthur losing the Philippines. Wow. And eating a lot of humble pie and, you know, and and having to, and, and granted it wasn't all on him, but right. right uh, when God is in complete control and when our confidence is in him, that failure doesn't exist. You know, the, the same, the mm. same circumstances don't exist because it's we're not relying on us.
2: We're relying right. completely on Him. Absolutely. That's it. So we're praying. This is an encouragement. You're starting out the new year, and what we're going for intentionally, 90 days, is better. Mm-hmm. Well, what better way to frame our mind than to know that all that happened to you, birth, middle school, high school, college, whatever stage of life you're in, everything that's happened to you in the decades, in the days— God knew that. God wrote that story, mm-hmm. and he did that just so he could bring you to him and that you would be able to find him.
1: Even the most like terrible things.
2: Yeah, that's hard to say, but it's true. Like
1: people don't don't realize like the death of a loved one could be used for the glory of God. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's so so hard to wrap your mind around, but you kind of need that that basis, that foundation to be able to face these difficulties because you are going to face difficulties, and if you don't have that foundation, you're going to to be so lost when right. it happens. Right. You're putting your faith in something
2: that's not assured.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. I mean, from heavy situations in life like that to just waking up in general and comparing yourself to others. Yeah. And saying I, I don't have their home life. I don't. I don't have the things that they have. Yeah. I don't have the intellect. I'm not good in in sports or you know what I mean. Like I, yeah. when you start comparing yourself, you're like God. You you can't use me. Like I'm mm. not this or I'm not that. Yeah. And I just look back at the Bible. You know, to, as far as we know, Noah never picked up a hammer. Who were the disciples. And God called him to build the ark. Yeah. Oh, oh exactly, the 12 disciples, the 12 like, misfits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, talk about a band of people that you would not pick for the team. Yeah. yeah. You know to be a team that's unified, wow, they were all over the board yeah. in the play. But no, that's who God picked. Yeah. So if you're thinking God, there's no way you can use me. You you, you don't you don't know that. And even saying that, you're aiming more for success than you are um, significance mm-hmm. in life. And so, man, we're just telling you, we, we can do better. That's the whole point. And we need to do better, like better mindset, better family, better work habits, better in, in our in our negativity, better in our addictions, better in all of those areas. But here's where we have to start, better in our thinking. Yes. And we have to start thinking, God, how can you use me um, – versus God bless me to be the employee of the month and let me make a record income. More purpose-driven. Yes, more purpose-driven, more promise-based, more the plan of God-oriented. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We say, how do I do that? Can we? I want to give you guys a better plan. Um, and we sort of alluded to this, which I knew that, which is why I asked Rodney about um, how front site lo- our local Bible study is breaking down. Here's a better plan. How do I do that? Okay, guys, should, you you cannot and should not do this all alone. Now, qualifier. There are probably going to be times when God needs to get you absolutely right, alone. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And don't dismiss that. Don't run from every alone time that steps into your heart That's and good. your life. Oh, I need Can somebody please remember I I I need to do a podcast. I need to do an episode on this. Because, I don't know, everybody does this. So I'm not saying I'm the chief lonely guy when I say this, but so it's it's oxymoronic for me. Is that a good word, Rodney? I don't know. We'll figure it out. You tell me just a minute. Okay. Um, so I, I lean on Rodney a lot, I'm telling you, because his his mind, I mean, he can get what I'm trying to say in simple terms, and he can dissect it like a diamond, 15 different ways and then come back and tell me, I absolutely love it. So that's why I look over there and and, and say that. Back to my point. A large portion of my calling demands that I be alone. Mhm. Uh mm. it does. I separate myself. But the enemy knows that. So the enemy wants to step in and then just tell me you're alone. Yeah. Why are you alone? Why is nobody talking to you? Why is there no feedback? And I'm like, "Yeah, what's up with that?" So here's my point and all that. Don't dismiss the times that God wants you to be alone. You really have to be discerning to his voice. Where he's telling you, no, just sit here for a while. Mm-hmm. Versus when the enemy comes in and says, "Yeah, God's abandoned you," then you need to run from that moment, yeah, and run right into the arms of God. But I want to do a whole episode on loneliness. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is how I'm like
1: thinking about it. I feel okay. like those times of alone time with God are like completely necessary, but they're more of those times of like noticed growth almost. Yeah, but. You need community. Come on. As a Christian or as even a human being, you need community. Like, we weren't made to be alone. Right. Right. And so, for longevity, like, you might be able to grow a lot when you're alone, but longevity, you need times around other believers to be right. able to grow, like, to not just plummet after yes. you've grown.
2: No, well said. Well said. So, you're going to need alone times, but here was number one. I don't even know if I said it yet. Uh, pull together a band of brothers. Better plan. Point number one: Pull together a band of brothers. Mm. You're gonna need people. And to be fair, I don't know how many. It's usually not a whole lot. No, small Correct. squad. Yeah. It's a very small squad. Um, it might be one that God gives you in that season. It may be two. Maybe three. Um, but I have that in my life. I have. I have right now five men that I know. I talk to on a weekly basis. That, and one of them called me this morning, and it was such an incredible phone call uh, between he and I. He was the one struggling, but actually, he didn't know he was speaking to me, not because I was struggling, but I, I needed to hear what he had to say. And uh, you need a band of brothers. You're like, To Jordan's point, don't dismiss the alone times, but realize that for longevity, you're going to need to be surrounded by other men. Right? Maybe you don't talk, but just in the midst of being around those other guys, you're going, oh, I'm not alone. Or I had no idea you were dealing with that, and this is helping me know how to deal with that. Maybe I'm supposed to be on this island. Oh yeah,
0: you know, we a lot of times we we go, man. I feel like I'm on an island right now, which right. which that can happen if a whole flurry of circumstances go about. But what is God doing to you under that in that situation? Right. Are are you mm-hmm. possibly supposed to be in that environment? Right, and maybe you're going through it at the same time as another brother. And that's even more, you know, that resonates, like, Mm. what is God doing to us as a group of men?
2: Yeah. I mean, my mind just thought about this. I mean, Paul spent a lot of time in prison. He was alone. Yeah. Of course, he wrote letters, which we don't know now. The majority of them are the epistles um, in the New Testament. John was on the Isle of Patmos all by himself. Mm. So don't dismiss those alone times, but just realize that you do have a group around you. You need to have a group around you. One or two faithfully trusted men that I'm, I'm that you need that you can call on and say I'm struggling here. Yeah, like you and I need- mean, if
1: you think about it, Paul had the churches. He did. Like he had like churches of people that were also around him.
2: Yeah, and when his opening statements, he would often say things like, "Remember me, mm-hmm. bring me my mm-hmm. book, bring me my mm-hmm. cloak, bring you know." Help me with this. Yeah. He reached out. Exactly. And let them know what, what the need was. So pull together a band of brothers. There's a, here's another way to say that. If you're local, get involved in this Front Sight Men's Bible Study. If you're local, get involved in a life group. Um, if you're not local, if you're listening in another state, make sure you're plugged into, number one, a local church. And make sure you're either you're in some kind of men's study. Or even better yet, men study and sort of a life group, you know, if you're married with your wife and and your family. Here's number two, better plan number two. There's only three points. Number two, remember this. God has a plan for your life. Mm. Now, that sounds so ridiculous, but I'm telling you, every day when you wake up, men, you're going to want to go after success. You're going to want to push the buttons, close the deal. I get it. Like, But remember, God has a plan for your life. And that plan is better than your plans.
1: Oh 100%. yeah. Oh yeah.
2: And that's so hard to learn. I mean, I'm telling. You, I, I just. I mean, every month I go through sermons, and I think the sermons that I write are are the best sermons in the world. And then God's like, "Well, let's change that." <laughs> I'm serious. It still yeah. happens to this day. Um, I'm really good at coming up with some creative stuff that God never approves. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm serious, but. God does use that, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, he, right. I, he I, he uses my creative process in that moment, and then uh, through loneliness, through conversations, through worship, he he weeds out the right. personal stuff. Like he and made gets
1: you there. the way that you are for for His plan. Yes, yeah. But you just sometimes need like direction
2: from Him. Yes, to be able to live it out. I guess. So when we say choose significance over success, what does that mean? F- find God's plan. Um. Find God's purpose and live for, live on, and know the promises of God. Mm. I, You know, I want to be able to challenge you to say find a promise of God every day, but I know for me that's difficult, so, but maybe you can. Try to find a promise. Can we start here? Try to find a promise from God at least one a month. Mm. That's only 12 a
1: year. Or, or just like every time you hear a Front side episode, try to think of a promise of God. Okay. like wow. Every week. Just that's like a good when challenge. A, when an episode comes out before you listen to it, just think of find a promise of God.
2: That's a really good challenge. Absolutely. Did you eat two eggs? Because that's two I good thoughts. I actually had three, so we'll you see what one... happens next. <laughs> <laughs> You've got one more thought left <laughs> in you. Well, here we are, point number three. Uh, On better plan, pull together band of brothers. Remember, God has a plan. And number three, shape. Your daily thinking by starting with God's word for that day. Wow. I can't say this enough. If you don't start out your day with a word from God and you say, Pastor on, you have no idea. My day starts at 3 a.m. I understand that. But even at 3 a.m. on the ride in, you can listen to a podcast. You can listen to the Bible um read to you surely somewhere in your morning from 3 to 6 a.m. if you get up early or from 5 to 9 surely somewhere in that morning yeah you've got 5 minutes and a lot of the time i'm
1: like i'm way too exhausted to do this i can't expend that kind of energy mm. like especially when i get home i'm like after a long day i get home i'm like i can't expend too much energy i just want to like just want to like scroll on my phone i want to just like yeah. unwind blah 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 but literally that stuff takes so much more energy. like it doesn't take energy, right, but it makes you more tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you just get that first yeah. step of of opening your Bible and just accepting the obedience right. of of doing what he commands you to do, mm-hmm. you are going to be more energized yeah. because of it. Yeah. You know? For sure.
2: I, it's honestly, I man, I guess I can say this: like now through the digital media, like the the Bible on your phone, it's so much easier to have access to the Word of God. It is, yeah. um, you know, like before when it was just everything was in paper. Which I, you know, me, I love a paper Bible. Um, I pulled four out of my library today, my uh, library at the house, and was going to bring them here because they they just mean something special. And I thought I need to revisit these. But in busy days, it's so much easier. Like all I got to do is like say, I don't want to say it now, but say, "Hey Siri, hi, Hey Siri," because <laughs> the phone will go off in the middle of the episode. But I can say that to my phone and say things like, "Search the internet for a Bible verse that speaks on that" while mm. I'm driving, yeah. and all of a sudden, so easy, so easy, it's so easy, you know. And all of a sudden, you'll just get the voice. Here is this is what I found, and you just, I mean, it's yeah. But on on the contrast. It's so easy now to have
1: the distractions. You
2: know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's so true. Like, yeah. it's yeah. just so
1: easy. Like, notifications come in or, you know what I mean? Oh, it's my yeah. like, Wait gosh. Wait a minute. Yeah. I forgot about this. And then- yeah. Your mind is just taken to a hundred different places.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Boy, silence those notifications. I know, man. I know. But sometimes I find out when I silence them that I didn't I missed that somebody was in the hospital. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> dog on yeah, exactly. it, I can't silence them. So yeah. no, you're right. You have to somehow balance. But again, back to how we started. Yeah. You have to learn how to balance the left brain, right brain thinking. Correct. Um so you can choose significance over success. Yeah. We're actually
0: going through James right now as a group. We just awesome. uh, on the side decided to read through James uh, actually, during the, the 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 week that I was not there when I was with Brandy. Um, and the—here, I said, um, again, yeah. I just got myself. All right, here, here we go. <laughs> uh, but the, the interesting thing here, when you said no, both number two and number three, start, you know, shape your thinking and yeah. also God's Word. If you're thinking, in fact, James 4— don't say we're going to go here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Mm. If it's God's will, oh, perfect, I'll do it. If you th- if you start off thinking because perfect. I mean that's my day. That's yeah. what I've been learning the last several years in ministry is you have plans for the day, and then there's opening the door, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> and, and everything else is going to be uh, completely different. Yeah, and so. W- is particularly out there in the in the non ministry field. It's it's very easy to say, okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to and right. this this empire is going to take place. Uh, just step out of that yeah. and and leave it. Leave, leave, let God direct
2: your path. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So remember, ninety days of better is where we're headed. We started with tip number one: start thinking success over significance. And i got to say this. The way around. Thanks, Rodney. (laughs) Start thinking significance over success. And I love this statement. I I love it. There is no loss when purpose is boss. Mm, That needs to be a T-shirt or something. I don't know. That'd
0: be a good T-shirt.
2: Yeah, but anyway, we're praying for you guys. Thanks for joining us on the second day of 2024, if you're listening on January 2nd. If not, if you're listening within the week, thanks for joining us shortly into the new year. We're praying for a better new year for everybody god bless thank you for coming to front sight all right i want a better year for everyone except for jeff Mm. i'm just kidding
0: (laughs) he just dropped that last egg yes (laughs) wow that was the third
2: egg that egg did not stay down (laughs) we're gonna blow out the candles here from the, the the dinner table set between rodney and one last look rodney one last look oh my gosh jacob how do you close this out
0: Like, share, subscribe (laughs) (laughs) soon. (laughs) See you later.